Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. How much is the American public willing to take with this continued FBI malfeasance? Malfeasance, not misfeasance. I'll get into it later in the show, but the story that just broke yesterday about the FBI creating a tag category to monitor parents at school boards, despite the fact that the Agino, this fraud attorney general in name only, Merrick Garland, this corrupt buffoon, had said otherwise. I cannot envision a scenario where the FBI would be investigating parents. Yeah, well, apparently the FBI can. They created a tag for it, a special tag tag. Categorize the cases in the counterterrorism division. If you are running for office, I can't say this enough. In 2022 or 2024, and you are not running on an FBI reform agenda, don't ask me for my vote. Don't even knock on my door. Because the first question I'm going to ask you is that. If you are not running on that, the institutional management of this agency has become a threat to civil liberties everywhere. Don't even knock on my door. Don't show up on my block. Don't even rate, you know, the campaign signs on the corner. Hey, vote for Joe. Don't even do it. Don't because I will ask you directly. And if you don't, I will videotape it and I will send it everywhere that you're not committed to it. Unbelievable. How much of this crap are we going to tolerate? And the continued lies. All right. I got a lot to get to today. It's a loaded show. Be at the Patriot Awards today, too. If you're there, I'll see you there. Looking forward to it. Cover my the little spat with Geraldo again last night too. Welcome to the Dan Bongino show. Let's get right to it. I also want to address something uh, Geraldo had said yesterday about a 4chan hoax he fell for on the five. And I had to call him out last night. I'm call him out today again at the Patriot Awards. When I see him, he should apologize to the Rittenhouse family. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe, let's go. Joe Joe was a little, yesterday was a little much. Joe burned a lot of gas yesterday. He's taking a recovery day today. It's like the rest day after pitching a nine inning complete game. He's like, was a little, right? Joe, you got the ice on your shoulder and everything like that. It was a lot. So so as I said before, I don't want to, you know, hammer this thing to death and I'll get to it again a little later. But if you are not committed to a full house cleaning in the FBI, uh, please don't knock on my door. Don't ask for my vote. I'm really sorry. You don't see the problem right now. A little bit more on that later. First, uh, we are anxiously awaiting. And, you know, I don't throw the word anxiously around often because I'm not a particularly anxious guy. But um, I am anxious about the Rittenhouse verdict. Folks, there are lunatics out there. And let me just tell you, just let me be clear where I stand on this. And I want you to look at me. If you're one of these liberal lunatic media matters, Nandimi, Soros, Antifa lunatics that support, you know, violence in the streets and predatory behavior, right? If you're one of those lunatics, look at me right now. You're disgusting human filth. The scum at the bottom of a toilet bowl after six months of not cleaning, I put them higher on the totem pole than you are. If you get people hurt, If you hurt people directly, incentivize a a violence or incite a riot, you are in fact a cancer. You are a human cancer. You are disgusting human filth. There is no one lower than you. And let it be known, anybody, anybody from this point forward working with BLM and Antifa, if they proceed to burn down Kenosha after this verdict, either way, like it or don't like it, Anyone engaging in violence, if a company is working with these Nandini people and these Antifa people afterwards, you are responsible too. We will personally make sure your company's highlighted and your interactions with Antifa and these violent animals. You are responsible too. 
And to the people of Kenosha, I want to be crystal clear on this. Your business and you, you have every single right to defend them if the police department and the governor does not. I'm not blaming the cops. They have really poor management in some, I'm not suggesting in Kenosha, but in some of these places. You have every single right, God-given right to defend yourself and to defend your business. You are not on the wrong side of right. You are on the right side of right. These are savage animals who are already committing to harassing protesters, causing violence and destruction, which I roundly, completely, wholeheartedly condemn 1,000%. Period. It's easy to talk about violence until violence is committed on you and comes to your door. And then all of a sudden, it ain't pretty. Here's what you're going to be dealing with. GQ up that first video, if you don't mind. Here are these maniac, lunatic protesters preparing to burn this city to the ground, harassing a woman, ironically, out there to call out Antifa violence. Check this out. This is what we're dealing with, folks. Now, to Tony Evers and anyone listening, let me tell you, I worked in New York City. We did not have one significant riot during the Rudy Giuliani era because the Giuliani theory was in effect. You know what the Giuliani theory was? You throw a rock or a bottle, you go to jail. The second guy that throws a rock or a bottle, he goes to jail too. You're going to get them no matter what. You're going to go into the crowd and you're going to pull them out. You know what happens? There's no third person. Let me tell you something. I, gotta, I remember this. I want to talk about this on the radio show today. And I don't want to forget the instigator theory too. Instigator theory. I don't want to forget this. Sorry, I'll be at the Patriot Awards doing my radio show later today. I gotta just gotta, it's, it's a nice commute. It's only like an hour south of here at Fort Lauderdale. Folks, when you go to when you go to these, which we've been to, I've been at a lot of civil disturbance scenes, a lot between my time in the Secret Service and the NYPD. I'm telling you, these rioters, they are always instigated by a small cabal of people, probably less than 10 in any crowd of a thousand. Nothing would happen if it wasn't for these 10. They walk around. You see what they do. Get it? They give people stuff to throw. They incentivize them to do it. They fire people up in these chants. They get people, ah, throw the rocks. It is the instigators. When you take the instigators out of the crowd, when you send your teams in and you get them out of the crowd, if they're breaking the law, I mean, listen, you, but we have to respect people's civil, liberty, civil uh, liberties and the right to assemble. Absolutely. And I understand that matters to me too, 100%. But once you pull the instigators out of the crowd, the energy of the crowd, I don't know how to describe it. If you're there, you know exactly what I mean. Maybe, I don't know, Joe, maybe you've seen it at a concert. I don't know. But it's the crowd, sociological crowd dynamics are the same with collective energy. There's always one or two people who fire people up, even at a sports game. They lead the chance. They lead yeah. the wave, whatever. You pull those people out, the energy of the crowd just dies. The same thing works at these riots. It is a small group, maybe 10 or less people, who fire up the crowd, when you pull them out, it's like ripping the heart out of a collective organism. Giuliani understood that. We trained to do that. That's why there were no significant riots during the Giuliani year, uh, the eight years. None. New York City had a history of riots. Not for eight years. You know, it's, it's like pulling the uh, a lead off a spark plug. Well, the other yes. spark plugs will run, yes. but the motor doesn't run as well. It, yes. That's exactly, it's like the energy, the power. You pull the plug from the wall and it stops. There you go. Once you pinch and arrest those people who are starting it, it shuts down. Why do I get worried about that? Because here's one of those people clearly right here. This is not, a lot of people just show up there, you know, they're looking, they're watching, they want to be part of something special or whatever. All of a sudden they see people doing stuff, throwing bottles, burns, oh, let me do that too. Here's one of those guys right here. Everyone should have their eyes on this guy. Here's a guy yesterday asking, how many cars are you going to F expletive F up today? 
You think I'm kidding about the instigators being a small group? Get rid of the instigators. The riot goes away immediately. It's a fire extinguisher on it. Check this out. Hey, hey how many cars are you guys going to f*** up tonight? Hey, how many cars are the BLM going to f*** up tonight? Hey, I got some for Let me tell you how you shut this guy down. You tell everyone, get out of the street. The street is a public throughway with vehicles. You tell them you can protest. You protest on the sidewalk, not in the street. You're creating a hazardous condition. We will, uh, we will arrest you for disorderly conduct. This kid, the instigator, or anyone else doing that, calling or implying for violence, they step out in the street, one toe in the street, go right to jail. You will see that crowd dissipate so fast, you won't even know what happened. We have a sheriff down here who doesn't play games like that either. You want to protest? That is your absolute constitutional God-given right. Thank God it is. You break the law, you step in that street and create a dangerous condition, you're going to damn jail, you understand? And then it's done. It's done. The energy gets sucked out of the room. It's over. These people are doing it. That's how this works. I want you to watch this video of Joy Reid yesterday, too. Joy Reid, the single dumbest person in media. The gold, this is why she, I don't think she's losing her gold medal as the dopiest talking head in our dopey talking head media Olympics. I don't think she's losing her gold medal anytime soon. This is this buffoon yesterday. Notice how she dehumanizes Kyle Rittenhouse and compares him to Brett Kavanaugh, who she dehumanizes as well, suggesting somehow that their emotions are robotic and not that their tears are involved with the fact that uh, Rittenhouse was forced to defend himself and kill someone. He's going to have to live with the rest of his life. And Kavanaugh was unjustly accused by a woman he has already stated he didn't even know and doesn't remember of a sexual assault that never happened. Watch how Joy Reid dehumanizes them. This media fire starter. This is a chaos agent too. Joy Reid. And watch how she falsely states that, oh, it was Brett Kavanaugh's friend that accused him. No, no, that's totally untrue. This woman needs to be sued into oblivion by the people she has slandered and libeled. Watch this grotesque human being try to instigate violence here by suggesting, again, there's some racial angle and that these two people, Kavanaugh and Rittenhouse, are just faking it. Check this out. To the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, it reminded a lot of people of something, something, I just can't remember what it was. Oh, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, in which Brett Kavanaugh, who had been accused by a high school friend of committing sexual abuse of her, cried his way through the hearings to make him a permanent member and associate justice of the United States Supreme Court. And his tears turned out to be more powerful than the tears of Christine Blasey Ford, which were the tears of an alleged victim. But in America, there's a thing about both white vigilantism and white tears, particularly male white tears. Really white tears in general, because that's what Karen's are, right? They Karen out, and then as soon as they get caught, it's like, <laughs> bring waterworks. White men can get away with that, too. Notice how this genuinely awful human being with zero dignity or character introduces race into two scenarios where everyone involved is white, making it out to be some kind of a racial incident again because she knows it's a spark that a light of fire. This is a chaos agent and an instigator. They will not be happy, these people. They will not be happy, these instigators, like the guy we saw before until there is violence and blood in the streets. We are a society of law and order. If we're not committed to that, all the rest is for naught. Folks, one more thing about this subject as we await this verdict today. Geraldo was on The Five yesterday, and he did something really um, gross. You know the okay symbol? Okay. There's a 4chan hoax. You can look it up. It was from years ago where they wanted to prove this is a true story. The guy who, or woman, whoever, I don't know who did it, who started the, the hoax on 4chan said, like, wouldn't it be funny if, you know, the OK symbol, 
you make with your hand and your index finger and your thumb. Wouldn't it be funny if we told media idiots that this was a symbol of like white supremacy or white power? It's a scam. Look it up. 4chan, okay symbol, scam. And of course, what did the media do? They immediately picked it up. Despite the fact that every Democrat on planet Earth is on an image somewhere on Getty, Obama, AOC going, okay, Bernie Sanders, Biden, everyone. Are they all white supremacists? No. It was a scam. Look at, please look it up. It's a scam. So who falls for it? Geraldo, of course, who falls for every scam. He's on the five yesterday. He's like, I'm stunned. So he's like, huh? Wow. Right? Joe, Joe, do the Geraldo family? So he's on the five yesterday. And he says, well, they looked at Cal Rittenhouse's phone. There's a symbol of him doing this. So white superpower, white power. So Jesse and Greg are like, I can't believe you fell for that. Like, are you this? So I, I called him out last night on Fox and I told him, you know, you, this kid, you better apologize to this kid and his family. Of course, he tried hemming and hawing around it. But I see him today. I'm going to demand it today again. He needs to apologize to the family immediately for falling for a 4chan hoax. Folks, don't take my word for it. Look it up. It's a hoax. It's always been a hoax. Only idiots fall for it. All right. We will uh, be back tomorrow. With, well, we're not done today. Don't, don't worry. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow on this case with more coverage if a verdict comes in today. Um, the longer they deliberate, the more worried I get because I don't know what they're deliberating over. There's no case here. This is a media case. All right, moving on quick before I get to Ted Cruz and the cages and how Democrats, I'm thinking about doing my monologue on my unfiltered show this weekend, unfiltered Fox, uh, 10 p.m. on Saturday. Thinking about doing my monologue on this subject, how Democrats don't know anything, how they constantly get easy things wrong. You'll see what I mean coming up next. Uh, I just want to show you this video last Biden, who uh, is degenerating cognitively by the moment. Yesterday... I don't know, Joe, you saw this in advance. So did he, I, I don't know what he's, in the middle of this thing, he's like, I don't know what he's doing. He like throws word salads in there and he seems like he's making up words. But I want you to notice how in this one minute cut, <clears throat> Biden, because you're the smart people, manages to slip in four hoaxes all in the same cut. He manages to, uh, he man <clears throat> excuse me, three hoaxes. Sorry, I had a hairball there. The trickle-down economics hoax, there's no such thing. The, the rich don't pay their fair share hoax. The top 1% pay 40% of, uh, of, of income taxes. And the 55 companies, which he mistakenly reports as 550 companies, paid no taxes hoax, which is not true. They were using deductions given to them by Democrats and clawbacks from the coronavirus rescue bill. So whether they paid no taxes, notice how he that's missing context. Where are the fact checkers? Of course, they're nowhere. Watch how he fits all of these hoaxes in in one minute and and, and just can't even figure out what he's trying to say halfway through. Check this out. If I hear one more person tell me how Wall Street built America, I think I'm going to anyway. <laughs> but seriously, the middle class built, built, built this country and they've been left out. Trickle-down economics does not work. To rebuild the economy from the bottom up and the middle is out, middle out is what I wanted to do. Of the listed billionaires in America, you know how much money they made in the last four years? One trillion dollars. I'm a capitalist. You want to be a billionaire and a millionaire? That's great. Good for you. But pay your fair share. 400 corporations, 550 corporations. In the Fortune 500, guess what? I misspoke. 55 corporations in the Fortune 500 made $40 billion last year. Did not pay one single penny in taxes. Who does, who pays it? Y'all pay it, as they say in Southern Delhi. Y'all do. No, no one says that. <laughs> that deserves that definitely. <laughs> you know, three hoaxes in one minute. There is no theory of trickle-down economics. It's fake. I can't say this enough. It is a slur term. Slur, Dan, they associated that with Reagan. It's a slur term used by the left to indict free market capitalism. There is no econometric or economic theory of trickle-down economics. It's fake. I can't say that enough. Second, the fair share line. We've already debunked that. Top 1% of uh, earners pay 40% of the income taxes. And only, uh, and only earn 20% of the revenue. Finally, 400 companies, 7 million companies, 
550 companies. I mean, I misspoke. 55 companies. They didn't pay taxes because of Democrat-supported clawbacks and Democrat-supported renewable energy credits. My gosh, can these people ever tell the truth? What a bunch of buffoons. I've got news for the turkey hunters in our audience. Spring's around the corner, and if you're gearing up for a successful season, you're going to need a couple of things. One of those things is the single-shot turkey camo 12-gauge shotgun made by Henry Repeating Arms. Let's say you're out in the field and you've managed to call a turkey in a range, and now it's time to make your shot count. And you can do that with a Henry shotgun because they're reliable and accurate right out of the box, especially with the turkey choke tube that's included. And if the fully adjustable fiber optic sights aren't enough, it's easy to mount a red dot since it's already drilled and tapped. Henry's shotguns, rifles, and revolvers are made in America with the quality craftsmanship that Henry's are famous for. And you'll get a lifetime warranty and a 100% satisfaction guarantee that protects your purchase for generations to come. Make sure you go to their website. It's henryusa.com and order their free catalog. They'll mail it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and free decals. You're going to love these firearms and you're going to love this company. Omaha Steaks. We love Omaha Steaks. Tony's getting a little jealous uh, because he hasn't gotten his Omaha Steaks burgers. Omaha, we got to take care of Tone. Big Tone. Hook the hook a brother up. The Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. Get 50% off site-wide. Save on mouth-watering favorites today. Go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale where you can load up on all the delicious flavor you, flavor you crave at half the price. And when you use my promo code Bongino at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Say big on delicious, tender, juicy steaks, big, beefy burgers, and uh, all, all kinds of delicious food. So much more there. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value. With every purchase, is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee because the food's amazing. That's why. Simply go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale today. Don't forget to use the promo code Bongino at checkout and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry, because this deal won't last long. Kickstart your spring grilling today. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum purchase and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com for details. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Hey, before I get to Ted Cruz, who just destroyed, wrecked, the DHS secretary, the hapless Mayorkas yesterday, who was trying to play, again, the euphemisms game. Although we don't call them cages. We call them steel-like chain objects. Trying to play the silly euphemisms game. Don't mess with Ted Cruz. The guy is a debater of the, he's a master. Got to pause, Joe. Debater. There's gotcha. a reason for that. Joe knows. You can't say those two words back to back. He's a master debater, Ted Cruz, right? <laughs> do you remember that, Joe? Oh, remember that? yes, I do. <laughs> You say that fast a couple of times, get yourself into trouble. Don't mess with Ted Cruz. Uh, Mayorkas uh, figured that out the hard way. But before we get to that, um, I got yesterday, along with many of you, a notification that the House Oversight Committee has obtained whistleblower documents indicating that the, the everything we feared about the Department of Justice memo to target you, you, parents at school boards, everything we feared was true. Remember Merrick Garland? We're not investigating parents at school. No, 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 no. I'll be having an update on this story in the coming days. But apparently the FBI, in response to that Department of Justice memo, implying that parents who, who uh, testify at school boards should be investigated as domestic terrorists, apparently the FBI counterterrorism division there created a very special threat tag to tag these cases. In other words, using counterterrorism tools and the FBI to investigate parents. Well, I thought that wasn't happening. I thought that wasn't happening. Everything you feared is coming true. These people just keep getting worse, folks. And then they lie. Like Mayorkas, our DHS secretary, who's just as much as an embarrassment as our gyno, attorney general in name only, the hapless buffoon Merrick Garland, the most corrupt attorney general we've had since Eric Holder. A guy who cannot get out of his own way quick enough. But here's Mayorkas, another weakling loser. He was up on Capitol Hill yesterday and Ted Cruz wanted to nail him to the wall on this putting kids in cages. Remember when Donald Trump was in office? If you saw a chain link fence, it was immediately. Remember, Joe? It was a cage. It was no doubt it was a cage. Right. Everybody called it a cage. Matter of fact, Joe, if you even insisted... Well, those cages were built by Obama, which was true. You were immediately called a heretic. Immediately. There was no... I could put up a thousand headlines of Donald Trump and his cages on the screen for you right now, even though they were Obama's. Notice now, though, how the DHS secretary, when confronted on the exact same cages, 
All of a sudden, they want to play the euphemisms game and the word dance game. Here's cut one, Ted Cruz nailing our DHS secretary to the wall yesterday in a lie, playing the dance, the Joker Act. Check this out. How many children have been in the Biden cages in calendar year 2021? Um, uh, Senator, I uh, respectfully disagree with um, your use of uh, the term cages. Fine. You can disagree with it. How many children have been in the Biden cages? I've been to the Biden cages. I've seen the Biden cages. How many children have you detained at the Donna Tent facility in the cages you built told kids? How many children have been in those cages? Uh, uh, Senator, I can uh, uh, provide to you the following uh, figure that um, when and let me let me say that when a child, I, I don't. Child, I, I, it's a simple question. How many children have been in those cages? Uh, I, I respectfully am not familiar with the term cages and to what you are referring. There are enclosures in which they are locked in, in which I took photographs and put them out because you blocked the press and didn't want people to see the Biden cages. These secure facilities in which they are locked down in Donna. That uh, those facilities. How many children have been in them? Senator, there are three types of facilities. There's the, the Donna tent cages, the, the Donna tent city. Let's take the Donna facility. How many children have been there? That is a soft sided facility. It is not. A OK, you're, are you going to answer the question? How many children have been in that facility? I, I will have to circle back with you with a precise number. I'm really tired of this administration and their constant just litany of BS. It's just a nonstop BS producer. When the mouth opens and the carbon dioxide is expelled, BS follows immediately from all of these cabinet officials in this hapless Biden administration. When Trump was in office, the exact same chain link looking objects everyone calls a fence or a cage were called cages. Now that Biden is the exact same cages, the defense, uh, excuse me, the Department of Homeland Security secretary plays stupid and he plays stupid. Well, I'm not familiar with the term cages. You're not familiar, really? You were the idiots you left this who used the term under the Trump administration. Now you I'm not familiar with the term. They're the exact same cages. Ted Cruz was having none of that. Ted Cruz brought the receipts, folks. He actually has photos. Watch this interaction. This is part two of this, where he shows him the actual photos of the cages, and he's still playing dumb. Our DHS secretary, I don't know. I don't know what I'm seeing there. I don't know. Hey, are those the Trump cages? No, no, they're the Obama Biden, Obama Biden cages. Here, check this out. Oh, by the way, here's a photograph of the Biden cages. That, um, uh, Senator, um, that is precisely why I articulated children getting, sleeping on floors crashed in upon each other. When I took this photograph, the COVID rate, rate of COVID positivity was over 10%. May I, may I speak Senator? You can answer the question. How many kids have been in these that, conditions? That is precisely why I stated in March of this year that a border patrol station is no place for a child. Number one. Okay. But number two, all right, that is secretary Mayorkas, you're not answering my question. So let me ask you this. In the past year, has Joe Biden been down to see firsthand the Biden cages? Senator, I will again. Has Joe Biden been down to see this facility? The, yes or no? The president has not been down to. OK, the no. Has Kamala Harris been down to see the Biden cages, this facility? Um, yes or no? Uh, the vice president was at the border. Has she Cruz is merciless. I love it. Have no mercy on these people, folks. New rules are in effect. No mercy at all. How many times did Ted Cruz, he did something very smart there. I don't know if you caught it. He kept saying over and over again, the term that is factually accurate. These are the Biden cages, which kind of sounds like what the media did to us when he was, they were calling them the Trump cages back in the Trump era. Notice how the left doesn't like it when the exact same tactic is dipsy do flip the root, uh, flip a root on them. You notice that? I mean, keep in mind, those were the Obama cages. He had built them. The Trump administration just used the facilities the Obama administration had built, Obama and Biden. Now Biden's using the same facilities. You notice how the terminology changes. I can't say this enough. When it was Biden, they were not cages. When it's Trump, they're cages. These are all the exact same facility. Back to Biden, not cages anymore. Cruz is showing him the picture of the damn cages, and he will not admit it. It goes to show you, it speaks to another point, kind of segues unintentionally. I didn't even intend this to be a segue into my next topic, but why don't Democrats ever know squat? Well, they don't if you've been paying attention to the evergreen narrative of the week. 
Because the Democrats are the only people out there that still take the media seriously. The media has one job to get you the facts. Republicans caught on decades ago to the fact that the media are not fact generators. They are bullshit generators. You get the point. That's why we go out and fact seek ourselves. That's why we're never surprised that the Russia thing was a hoax. That Rittenhouse wasn't illegally carrying a weapon from another state. That's why we knew the Hunter Biden laptop story was real, because we're conservatives. We know not to trust the media. Shamefully, a lot of dopey Democrats and liberals still trust these idiots in the media. That's why they believe things like Trump built the cages, which is factually incorrect. And that's why Mayorkas is like, eh, I don't know, cages? And liberals buy it. They think, they, oh, yeah, Mayorkas just didn't know. No, he knows. He's just a liar. But why don't Democrats ever know anything? Tim Carney from the Washington Examiner. This will be in the newsletter today, Bungino.com slash newsletter if you want to check it out. Asks a fascinating question. It's a great one. This is brilliant, Joe. I saw the headline. His piece caught my attention right away. He says, what percentage of Democrats believe Kyle Rittenhouse shot black men? Now, this poll hasn't been taken, but Carney goes on throughout the piece to speculate that if you had asked this question to Democrats, probably upwards of 20, 30% of Democrats probably believe Kyle Rittenhouse shot a bunch of black men because they've been told it's a racial incident. That did not happen. There were no black men who were engaged in a shooting incident by Kyle Rittenhouse. It doesn't matter. Democrats don't know squat and they take the liberal media seriously. That's why I believe they believe Trump built the cages, which is factually inaccurate. Kyle Rittenhouse did not engage any black men with his firearm. The, uh, the, the uh, alleged victims in the case were white. But he asked this question because he understands that the Democrats keep falling for the same, same stunts. But he says something later in the piece. It's interesting because when I put this cut from the piece in the show rundown, I went over it with Gee and Jim. They both double-checked. They're like, wait, this, this screenshot's about taxes. Yes, it is. What does that have to do with Democrats believing everything the media tells them and probably believing Kyle Rittenhouse shot a black man? Well, Tim Carney makes the point about an actual poll. Democrats were asked about taxes. And, it, and the Trump tax cuts. He says, quote, showing how the Democrats will believe anything. Dumbest people on planet Earth. They'll believe anything you tell them. He says a full 33% of Americans think the bill, think, uh, th think the bill raises taxes on middle-class families in 2018. Talk about the Trump tax cuts. Only 28% answered correctly, saying that the bill cuts taxes on most middle-class families. Joe, how many times did we bring this up? How dopey Democrats to this day. All you have to do is put in a search engine. Wait, keep this up, Guy. All you have to do is put Trump tax cuts. You can see your tax cut right there. You paid this. Now you pay this. They won't do it. They believe the media. Right? Clowns. And therefore, 33% of people believe the media and think their taxes were raised. Democrats, peace goes on. Shocker. Shocker. Stunned. Democrats we're much more likely to have been misled here. Oh, my gosh. How did that happen? 51% of Democrats said the 2018 taxes will be higher for most middle class families, while only 9%, only 9, we're not even in double digits. Only 9% of Democrats correctly answered that the bill cuts middle class taxes this year. <laughs> Democrats don't know squat about anything ever, <laughs> hence the uproar over the Rittenhouse case, who they probably believe he shot a bunch of black men. It didn't happen. They, it doesn't matter. These people heard from the media. Trump built the cages. Trump was hiking middle-class taxes as well, and they believe it. They never actually go to the interweb and go, Trump tax cuts, my income level, and actually look at it. Oh, my gosh, I actually did get a tax cut. They're consistently smart. The Russia hoax? That's a hoax? I'm stunned. Rachel Maddow told me for four years it was real. Yeah, sorry you wasted all that time. Shame on you. Here's an article I need you to bookmark. It'll be in my newsletter today. I encourage you to keep it. Email it to yourself. I don't care what you do. Bookmark it, but keep it handy. Proves my point again in relationship to the Rittenhouse, Russia, the Russia hoax, the immigration case, the taxes. How liberals never know anything because they take the mainstream media seriously. That's your first mistake. And secondly, they do no homework. This is from Police Mag by David Griffith. Half of a survey's very liberal respondents believe that 1,000 or more armed black men were killed by police in 2019. This is from February this year. Half of liberal respondents. They're not even close, folks. 
the number isn't even in the ballpark. The number was less than 20. And they believe a thousand or more unarmed black men, half of all liberal respondents, very liberal respondents, believe a thousand or more. You're only off by, you know, geometric levels of factorization there. Don't worry about it, folks. You were close. You were close. Oh, yes. Oh, man, I should have put that in the show. Damn it. Oh, good. He's going to stick it in the show. I don't see it on my screen, but you'll see it when you watch this. Yes. Remember that research study? How? What's the uh, chances of you being hospitalized or dying from COVID, Joe? And, wait, what is it? Right? <laughs> Dude. 41% of Democrats believe that the chance of you being hospitalized or dying are, are, are 50% from COVID. I know nothing. nothing. No, you don't. You don't. Know. And they're proud of it. They're proud of it. Thank you. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Geezer. Corona. 50, your chances are 50%. Yeah. Only off by a factor of 42 million. You were close. You were close. Right in the ballpark, folks. You you. Actually, just missed by a little bit. It's not a, folks, this is what happened a bit. These people genuinely don't know anything. They don't know anything, and they're proud of it. They keep falling for the same thing. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. And, uh, man, this show is kind of segue. I, I, did, I swear I did not intend these segues. I try to connect the stories. But I'm realizing that I put it together, as I put it together, that they segue perfectly. Like the next story is about how Democrats aren't connecting Biden with the infrastructure bill because of the media. It, stay tuned. I'll explain in a minute. I promise. Big show today. You ever wondered what happened to legendary Chuck Norris, the action star, world champion, black belt and U S veteran. Well, I saw a video he made. I was shocked. He's in his eighties. He's still kicking butt working out. He looks amazing. He stays active. I mean, a guy looks like he's in his forties. What's even more shocking is he's stronger, can work out longer. And he has plenty of energy left over, keeping him sharp and focused. Chuck Norris is able to do all this because he made a simple change. It makes him and his family feel great. He made a special short video, explains everything easily to you. Make sure you check it out today by going to chuckdefense.com slash Bongino. Could change the way you think about health. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. You won't believe how simple it is. Be prepared to be amazed. The guy seriously looks incredible. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. Message and data rate supply. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's a hint that involves this stuff. It's really good. So again, moving into how Democrats don't know anything and they're creating very serious electoral problems for themselves by continuing to mislead people through the media who are constantly surprised by the negative repercussions of Democrat policies they still support. What do I mean by that? That was unnecessary, unnecessary verbiage there. So yesterday on the radio show, I brought up the fact that there's this weird phenomenon going on where voters are historically unhappy with the Democrats. Biden's at 38% approval, a historic low. Kamala Harris is at an amazing 28% approval. We didn't even know it was possible. I mean, think about it. Like 25% of the country are lunatic liberals. Even they don't like her. It's crazy. That's all she's got is a few liberals and a few independents and maybe a couple of Democrats, right? So you got this weird relationship here where the Democrats themselves and independents can't stand Joe Biden. And yet still you have some of the things Joe Biden is doing are polling and they're popular. Why? Because the intermediary, the referee, the media is not connecting the two that Biden is doing this. Here, here's what I mean. Paul Bedard has a piece up in my newsletter today. Read it. Historic pro-GOP voting gap revealed. The second part of this headline, I, I don't, if this happens, I'll be stunned in a good way. He says, historic pro-GOP voting gap revealed. Potential 70-seat pickup in the midterms. 70 seats. If I mean, you're talking about districts that are Cook PVI 10 or more Democrat leaning 10 plus. Remember I told you about the Cook PVI, Charlie yeah. Cook. He has a partisan value index. We don't have Republicans in seats that have a Cook PVI of D plus six or more. 
We just don't. To pick up 70 seats, we would have to win seats that are D plus 10, Democrat plus 10. That's their voter advantage. If that happens, folks, it's a route for the ages. You've never seen anything like it. So how is it that Paul Bedard is reporting about this unprecedented just anger at Democrats, so much so that the Republicans could be looking to pick up an incredible 70 seats? Put this in perspective. I think during the Tea Party wave of 2010, we picked up 63 seats, and that was considered one of the biggest routes in American history. Can you imagine picking up seven more? That's a big prediction. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Bedard's hearing it, apparently. Who knows? But how is that when you read this next article at U.S. News? Majority of Americans favor increasing infrastructure spending. Poll finds. Folks, none of this makes any sense. How is it possible that on one hand, people are turning their backs on Joe Biden and the Democrats when he just passed an infrastructure bill that many of Amer- many Americans want? Folks, the reason is they're not connecting the two. They're not connecting the fact. I hope this makes sense. If it doesn't, Joe, stop me. But here's the thing here. It is the infrastructure bill and the spending of money we don't have that is causing the problems you are experiencing in your life now that is causing you this misery. But Americans aren't figuring it out. Not us, the conservatives who watch the show. You get it. Biden is spending money we don't have. The spending of money we don't have requires us to print it which is causing the inflation that's making your life miserable. Now, granted, it's not just that. There's the border crisis. You saw Mayorkas before. Street crime crisis in liberal cities. There's the lying, the scams, the Biden weakness overseas, Afghanistan. I get that a lot contributes to it. But on the economic front, if the media would just tell the American people the truth, That, hey, this infrastructure bill they passed, we don't have the money for it, therefore we're printing it, that's why you're paying more at the gas pump and for groceries, I guarantee you we would be looking at a 100-seat gain. I'm not kidding. If we had an honest referee in the media and they just told the American people the truth, that it's Biden that's doing this to you and it's even worse than you think and connected the two, popular infrastructure, we don't like Joe Biden, and then said, well, why is infrastructure popular? Joe Biden did this and infrastructure is the reason you don't like Joe Biden. If they made the connection and walked you through the economics of it, I'm telling you, Joe Biden's approval rating would be 15% and we would pick up 80 seats, maybe 100. They won't do it. They have to protect liberalism at all costs. They won't do it. They will never do it. They cannot. They absolutely cannot. I just did the absolutely thing. Jim Jim's says absolutely. They absolutely will not throw liberalism overboard. They won't do it. They have to protect it at all costs. They are full-time activists. They would make the connection from people. If they'd make the connection, you would see these numbers would even out. Infrastructure would go down. Support would go down. Biden's support would go down even worse. They are hiding the connection. here. Do you know that studies show that high blood pressure is the number one risk factor for mortality and one in two adults have high blood pressure? That's a 50-50 chance you're a walking time bomb. But you, not Big Pharma, can take control of your blood pressure with the help of 120 Life. 120 Life is a blend of great tasting superfruit juices and it's formulated with ingredients that have been shown to naturally help control high blood pressure and are endorsed by thousands of health professionals. Try it yourself, risk-free, with their two-week trial pack. Go to 120life.com and use the code DAN to save 15% and receive free shipping. They're so sure that 120 Life can noticeably lower your blood pressure in two weeks that they'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. You got nothing to lose but those high blood pressure numbers. Go to 120life.com, that's 120life.com, and use code DAN to save 15%. This is serious. It's your life we're talking about. 120 Life can help you. These statements have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, just a quick note on Whipgate. Again, the media narrative never goes away. I did not intend any of these segues. The, the, the nonsense that Democrats fall for and the reason they don't know squat about anything ever is because they keep believing the stupidity emanating from these soup coolers of media people who keep telling them lies and yet they continue to tune in. Remember Whipgate? Border Patrol whipping migrants at the border. Whips everywhere. Whipping everyone. Oh my gosh, this is medieval. 
whips and chains. What were they doing? Whipping people. And we all looked at the picture. We were like, uh, I'm not even a horse guy. And I'm like, that doesn't look like whips. That looks like reins. Does that look like whips? Doesn't matter. You ask a Democrat. Again, you take the same poll, the coronavirus poll, throw the question at the end. There's Border Patrol whipping people at the border whips. 99% of Democrats go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whips. The border. What's the chance of you dying from coronavirus? 99%. 99% you're dead. You're dead instantly. It's like Ebola. It's like Ebola. This is the left. They don't know anything about anything. People were whipped. You're going to die from Corona. Thousands of black men a year are being shot by law enforcement. Rittenhouse shot a bunch of black guys. The Russia hoax was real. There's a PP tape. This is the stu planet stupid the liberals live in. Well, now, of course, the liberals got what they wanted out of Whipgate about the fake whips, which were reins on a border patrol horse that we're using to uh, move migrants back over onto the Mexican side of the border because they did not belong here. They were in the country illegally. Now we find out that they tried to refer the case to the Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General. It's kind of like their internal affairs. Who then declined to investigate the horse-mounted Border Patrol whipping accusation. Anna Giaritelli, Washington Examiner. Gee, why do you think they did that? Why do you think the inspector generals who are uh, inspectors general, excuse me, inspectors general who are independent, why do you think they refuse to investigate this case? Because they know <laughs> horse crap when they hear it. <laughs> it's your best line ever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't, again, I didn't plan that. This is not a skit. Yes. They know horse when they see it. Well said, Joe. The inspectors general, like the inspector general in this case with DHS, like, dude, you think I'm wasting my time with this stupid thing? I am not touching this. This is a dumb case. You guys completely. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Very good. Thank you, you sir. Thank you. Reminds me of a De Niro. You, you, very you. good. Of course, he's not touching this. The inspector general's like, this is dumb. You idiots just made this up. I'm not wasting my agent's time on any of this nonsense. Sorry, you figure it out. This is a political case more than anything. All right, moving on. So Whipgate flops, another media fairy tale. But it doesn't matter. Again, tomorrow they'll invent another one. And liberals will be like, <laughs> another whip. Change at the border. They're going to change now. Idiots. My gosh. <laughs> What's that? The, <laughs> the horse dewormer. Right. They love horses. Uh, yeah. Ivermectin. It's a horse dewormer. Horse dewormer. Yeah, it's an FDA-approved drug for human beings for parasites. Doesn't matter. It's a horse dewormer. They love, they're obsessed with horses. It's kind of weird, isn't it? This equine fascination with them? Better check these guys, these guys see a doctor or something like that. I want you to check out this video. Moving on. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm laughing too hard to show. It's a little too energetic. Got a lot going on today. That's why my head is like in the moment. Tara Setmeyer, I don't know how you say her last name. I'm not saying it wrong on purpose, but Tara Setmeyer is one of these Lincoln Project buffoons. So, of course, she was perfect to play the fake conservative um, on The View. So, you know, The View's auditioning new people to take the role of Meghan McCain. So they bring in a lot of fake conservatives. Um, they made the mistake last week of bringing in Morgan Ortegas, who is an actual Republican who humiliated Adam Schiff. And Joe, they're not going to make that mistake again. So they're like, go get the fake rhinos again. Oh, we go. The Lincoln Project, the Lincoln Project. They're more liberal than liberals. But of course, Sarah Tara said Meyer gets to pretend to be a Republican. So here she is on The View yesterday. Um, just spouting off a bunch of nonsense. I just want you to check this out to see how they gaslight people and then pretend that they're the ones being gaslit. Check this out. Tell us that you that this is how we have to view things. My, my why should we? Why should our kids pay for the sins of their ancestors? But they're not. So it's so about that. It's so I know they're not, but it doesn't not. matter. So we're talking about race. A lot of it is about race okay. and culture issues. So Democrats are very bad at arguing, and Republicans are very good at fueling and manufacturing outrage. So it's the right. new so southern strategy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. At so it's all the, based on race. We at the Lincoln Project pointed that out in the Virginia race. Yeah. The critical race theory is the new N-word for yes. Republicans and the, and the Southern strategy okay. in 2021. Yes. But Democrats have to have a good comeback to, to to this or they will lose in 2022. Unfortunately, that's the reality. Well, so we that people and parents are smart enough to know that they've always had the right to go that's right. Child school. They've yeah. always had the right. Every school district can tell you. Think about the irony of what this dunce Tara said Meyer just said from the Lincoln Project. You know the Lenin Project. So the Lenin Project 
set up a bunch of fake white supremacists to show up at a Yunkin, Glenn Yunkin, the now Republican governor elect of Virginia, fake white supremacists to go and act like Yunkin supporters. And she's claiming without a hint of irony at all. Did you catch it? That it's the Republicans that generate fake racial outrage. No, again, nobody calls her out at all. No. Nobody. Whoopi and Joy are like, yeah, makes sense. And people take this woman seriously. She, the Lenin Project puts up fake white supremacists at an event. And what do you do? You get an invite on The View. That's why I said on my Fox show a couple of weeks ago when I was mocking these idiots at the Lenin Project, who whenever they get behind a candidate, that is the mark of death. You know that candidate's going to lose every time. That's why I brought up, nothing's going to, the media will, they will continue to be media darlings. Doesn't matter how many millions they flush down the toilet, how many fake racial hoaxes they create. It doesn't matter how many candidates, campaigns they destroy, like Terry McAuliffe. It doesn't matter. She will be, along with uh, Rick Wilson, you know, Captain Dandruff, and their other Reed Galen trying to sell his dad's access to his dad. They will always be media darlings. Why? Because of David Horowitz's anti-anti-communist theory. You know what the anti-anti-communist theory is? I gave a speech about it this weekend. It's brilliant. It's David Horowitz. I'll leave you with this. People ask a lot, how is it that the left, they allow the Lincoln Project, they were former Republicans, they do fake racial hoaxes and all this stuff. How is it that the left loves Iran and Iran throws gays off buildings? They pretend to love gay people, right? You're looking at it all wrong. When you understand the anti-anti-communist theory by David Horowitz, it all makes sense. We are the anti-communists, right? Joe, me, Guy, Jim, Mike, my team. We are freedom-loving patriots. We believe in big R, God-given rights. We are the anti-communists. The left, who are socialists, are the anti-anti-communists, meaning they don't care what you support or don't support. If you are a useful idiot to them to be anti-anti-communists, in other words, anti-us, it doesn't matter what you believe in. Throwing gays off buildings, face ra fake racial hoaxes. You can be an outright hardcore racist yourself. If you help them beat the anti-communist us, they love you. It doesn't matter what you stand for. Look it up, the anti-anti-communist theory. It's brilliant. And it explains everything about the left. You'll never ask why, why blank the left did something again. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you check out the Patriot Awards tonight. I will be there. Thanks for the support of the Fox show, by the way, unfiltered Saturday at 10 p.m. Set your DVR. Last week's numbers were incredible. My debate with Hawk with 1.73 million viewers, which is insane. We had like triple, I think, CNN's audience or something like that. That was thanks to you. Thank you. We had something like, even in the ad demo, the numbers were through the roof. So thank you so much. Unfiltered, Saturday night at 10. I'm working on getting Mark McCloskey on this weekend. That should be interesting to comment on Rittenhouse. So don't miss that. Set your DVR. Really appreciate it. I will see you all on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but... Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.